It's time to talk MTCS sports. It's Cougar Corner, fueled by Donut Country and McDonald's Murfreesboro. Presented by Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance. TOA, live your best life. Online at TOA.com. We're joined by Middle Tennessee Christian School coaches to talk about their most recent games and their upcoming opponents. It's time to talk orange and white on MTCS Cougar Corner. Welcome to the Cougar Corner. I'm Danny Brewer, and I am extremely pleased to be joined now by Middle Tennessee Christian School boys basketball coach Greg Eubanks. Coach, how are we this morning? Well, we're doing great. I have not talked to anybody from WGS for a long time, so it's been a long, good summer and fall, and so we're glad to be back in the basketball season. There you go. Okay, well, before we talk about basketball, let's talk about something that's extremely exciting for Middle Tennessee Christian Athletics, and that's a state football championship. How about that, Coach? Unbelievable. What a great job by all the whole the whole school, the cheerleaders, the administration, the players, that group of seniors, the coaches. It was just a, really a special, special day on Thursday and really the whole season. You know, those guys only lost one game all year and really dominated a lot of teams. Well, when we talk about – Coach Peterson will be on here uh, later with uh, the award-winning John Dinkins. But when we talk about <laughs> – what uh, what Coach Peterson and, and his program ha- has meant to the school as a whole and athletics as a whole, because you know I, I'm a guy that believes winning breeds winning, and when you have success in certain programs, it can help bleed over into other programs because it creates excitement. I mean, am, am I right or wrong about that? Yeah, oh, absolutely. I think it creates excitement. You know, and it's it really. Uh, I've only been there two years, but in the two years, the girls' volleyball team's gone to the final four twice and our girls basketball team's been state runner-up two consecutive years and now the football team went to semifinals uh, three years ago and quarterfinals last year and then capped it off for the state championship this year so it's just really really good and exciting and we've got really good young athletes coming up and we're just trying to develop them into good players and more importantly good people. So let me ask you this. I know at a school that's the size of Middle Tennessee Christian, it's important for kids to play multiple sports. Do you have any football players that are going to be playing basketball for you? We have just we have six that, are, that we're counting on coming out sometime in the next few weeks. Um, and we had Ryan Dodson made it through the whole season relatively healthy and then turned his ankle with three minutes to go in the state championship game Thursday night. So He'll be out for a few weeks, and then Briggs Boyd hurt his shoulder against Columbia Academy in a semifinal game, so he was limited in what he could do um, on Thursday night, but he'll be out for a couple more weeks too. So we've got uh, Grant Halston, who played wide receiver on that team, will be an important senior for us, and Braden Box, who played linebacker, um, he'll be an important part for us too, plus a few other young guys that are going to be helping us. Well, Coach, outside of, on those guys. Oh, I'm sure because, like I said, at, at a school that's with the enrollment that you have, that this is one of those things that's catamount. Is if you have a good athlete, then you need to utilize them in as many sports as possible. Absolutely, yeah. And a lot of those guys on the football team uh, haven't played basketball or didn't play basketball when they played basketball when they were little, but haven't played basketball in high school. So 
Um, but yes, sharing athletes is important. And a lot of those same guys that were the leaders on the football team will be the leaders on the baseball team come this spring. And so uh, it's just the nature of the beast. And so it's been really, really good for us to be able to work with some of the younger guys over this past month of practice. And they've gotten experience that they wouldn't have been able to get otherwise. So, um, you know, and basketball is a long season and we're not worried about that. We're, when those football guys are ready mentally and physically to come back and be with us, then uh, we'll welcome them and we'll get them acclimated and use the Christmas break to, uh, to you know, develop our team more. And then when we come back in January and start playing a, a more of a district schedule, we'll be ready to go. Coach, let's talk a little bit about your your roster outside those football guys you mentioned. Uh, what else you got? Talk. How many seniors do you have on your team? So we have two seniors that both of them play football, uh, Ryan Dobson and Grant Hawson. And so we've been playing with – we've had actually district games already. And so uh, we've been playing with two juniors and one sophomore and six freshmen. So it's been really, really good learning experience for those guys. They got thrown right into the fire. We had a game last night at Columbia Academy, and they had a great student section and great fans, and, and the kids really – played hard and we're getting better better every week but it's been tough to go we can't really go five on five in practice we do a lot of five on oh things do a lot of two on two and three on three type of things to try to simulate things but you can't really simulate things in a game that you can't do already so uh briggs boyd is a uh the four juniors briggs boyd who plays football like i said and grant mike harvey and um eli cooey and Brayden Box. And so Mac Harvey and Eli Cooey have kind of been our leaders this fall. And they are guys who have played as JV a little bit last year and now they've developed themselves physically and they're ready to take the reins on from there. So um, we have a couple of freshmen who will probably get a few minutes as we come along, but we're excited about uh, the future. Coach, let's talk for a minute about style of play. Obviously, with not an expanded roster, Early, you've kind of maybe had to do things a little bit differently, but but what kind of style of place do you, do you hope to have? You ninety four feet, you half court team. What, what's your what's yeah. your mantra here? What's your mo? I think with this team, with this team, we had a great summer, um, the best summer that, of any team that I've been associated with in my eighteen years of coaching. It was um, a really developed jail between those two seniors and three or four of the juniors, and so we're kind of looking at a style that. We're going to develop those guys and uh, play really smart half-court defense and then be really patient. So the idea is we want to get good shot. We want to get a shot every possession. We want to get a good shot every possession, playing with good fundamentals, two feet and two hands. And so uh, uh, it's, it's going to be more of a control the game type of atmosphere, especially as those guys are trying to develop and get into shape and those type of things. And it's, as guys develop over the season, we may be able to press a little bit more, but we're looking to more um, maybe control the game, control the game, control the ball, and make sure we protect the paint defensively and get a hand up on every shot. So it's pretty simple, but uh, working with those guys who have, have some experience um, and taking advantage of that. Coach, this is kind of, off subject but on subject question there's been rumor that shot clock is coming to high school basketball 
opponent or proponent of that? Do you think a shot clock in high school basketball is a good thing or not a good thing? You know, it's a, it's, uh, there's not an easy answer, obviously, which people, the reason why it's controversial, um, in, in some sense, it would, um, I don't think it's, I don't think it's necessary. I know there's an exception once every blue moon where a team will hold the ball and score before the two and that type of stuff. But 95, 99% of the games, teams are just trying to play and get the best shot. They can't hold the ball for that long. Anyway, if the other team comes out and plays them, and so in in some ways it'll help the the teams that aren't as good defensively because if you've only got to play defense for thirty seconds or forty seconds, then you you can handle that, and I, it may deteriorate the the offensive play. But it, 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 people will develop. I mean, they said you know when you bring in the I'm sure when they expanded the lane in the 1950s, that that was you know a crazy thing about basketball. And then they added a three-point line. So I think it'll be adapted. The harder the harder thing also is just from an administrative standpoint. We have a we have a lack of officials right now, and uh, and though it's tough for some schools to get score scorebook oper- score clock operator and a scorebook operator, and then you have to have somebody who. Uh, knows how to work the shot clock and work it accurately. And then that's another thing for the officials to watch. And we have officials who are, you know, in their first or second year. And um, so that's, that's just making sure that it can be applied appropriately would be a concern of mine also. So um, I'm sure it, it might be common, but uh, they talked about, you know, anytime they implement things, it's going to be several years down the road with that because the, cost involved and not every school has you know unlimited budgets or something where they can spend whatever it costs for a shot clock to to do it in addition to somebody to run it for every game and stuff so i i'm, I'm going to go with the flow and whatever whatever they tell us to do we'll do and we'll adopt and that's and that's the the idea and the fun part of it it's always changed usually college football and how much has changed and uh, college basketball, the landscape with the NIL, and and that that's going to affect us also. And just the transfer rule that's just happening in high school, and the way that people transfer from school to school is it's just a different different than it was even just a few years ago. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I, sometimes change is good, sometimes not. One of the concerns that I have, you know, I'm I'm a basketball purist. I I, I love the game and and I love the the strategy of it all and and everything. What are the things? Years ago, I, I spoke to Denny Crum, you know, who was a head basketball coach at Louisville during their glory days, and he cut his teeth at UCLA under John Wooden. And one of the things Coach Crum told me was what Coach Wooden stressed was shot selection. And you mentioned that just a few minutes ago about, you know, your team and getting good shots, that shot selection was the most important thing for the UCLA offense. And I think that it worked out pretty good because I think like 10 championships in 12 years – Kind of speaks for itself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and so yeah, handling the ball, being strong, and getting the shot that you want. So if you had a shot clock in there, it may, you know, I remember when they pushed, pushed the shot clock into college, and it was some bad basketball, and everything kind of turned into a hot pick and roll because the clock would run down. But uh, and I think I think you know teams will adjust and people will adjust over time because. Now the basketball at college, I feel like, has gotten better. Teams are running more 
offense. They just adapted to running things quicker. So if we can, you know, in the future, with 30 second shot clock and you can take off five or six seconds by pressing in the backcourt or slowing it down a little bit. And then, um, you know, teams that run a lot of sets, it would be really hard for them to set up and run that. So it's kind of teams that do motion. And that's what we try to teach is teach kids how to play because and how to make plays out of motion as opposed to running sets. And that's a long-term process, but then, Kids can kids can adapt and and uh, get a shot off quickly if they um, really know how to read the defense and how to uh, cut cut away from the ball. So you know it, it's a it'll be interesting to see what happens. Well, coach, you know you, you mentioned about uh, facilities and the challenge that a shot clock would present to some schools. Let's talk a little bit about the facilities there at Middle Tennessee Christian School. You guys have an excellent. Jim, uh, I mean, it, you got to be proud of that, of the place where you guys uh, hang your hat at. Holy smokes, yeah. I mean, we host the state volleyball tournament. It's a, it's a great facility. We also host the state baseball tournament for the team of SMLA. And our gym has um, – we have actually have three – we have four full courts. We go crossways in, in the varsity gym. We have an auxiliary gym, and we have the old Miller gym. So, we between the practices that we have um, – their elementary school age kids, our middle school teams, our middle school JV teams, our high school teams, our high school JV teams. It's, there are people up there practicing all hours of the day and night, all seven days of the week. And so it's uh, it's a beautiful facility. And now it's connected to the new brand new high school building, which is absolutely beautiful. And uh, we have room for growth. And uh, it's just an exciting, it's an exciting time to, New letters outside. Uh, you can see the MTC glow of the orange, the orange glow uh, from the street. It's uh, it's a, a big letters outside this new school building. So it kind of incorporates that. And then there's also plans to build the early learning childhood center uh, on campus also. So everybody will be on campus and lots of renovations. It's an exciting time to be at NTCS and we're excited for the growth that we have and and um, the, uh, the way that our middle school is growing and, and also our high school is growing. This is, this is not going to be the last state championship that NTCS has won. It uh, happened yesterday so or Thursday. So uh, it, it's a good time. But, yeah, we have great facilities, and we host the James C. Hill basketball tournament, which brings hundreds and hundreds of people in January for that middle school tournament, uh, boys and girls all different divisions and uh, from all over the mid-state and up in the Cookville area. And so it's a, it's a great, it's a great facility that we have. And we're really blessed with that. Coach, we certainly do appreciate your time and we wish you the best of luck over there in Cougar country. If you want to see some good basketball and a wonderful facility, by the way, because it is an outstanding facility, get over there to Middle Tennessee Christian school, check out those Cougars. That's coach Greg Eubanks. Coach, we wish you the best of luck, and we certainly, certainly do appreciate your time. Thanks, Coach, and best of luck.
Middle Tennessee Christian School, training for eternity. We're going to be an educational institution that teach Bible every day. Every subject we teach, we're going to teach through a biblical perspective. In every aspect of our school, we're going to do it through a Christian perspective. MTCS President Matt Tiller. That also means that everything we do, we have to be excellent. We feel like Christ calls us to excellence. And so that means we have to be excellent academically. That means we have to be excellent athletically because that's what God calls us to. It's a great place to be. Invest in your child's future in an environment that fosters Christ-centered values. To find out more, visit mtcscougars.org. Dr. Russell McKissick of Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance talks about the grassroots effort in our local schools to ensure proper care for players. To make sure our teams are covered here locally, be there for our trainers. Yeah, it's a passion that we have to try to take care of our athletes here in town and be there just to keep everybody playing as healthy and as best they can. From a community standpoint, one of the most important things you do at TOA, I'd guess. I think it's definitely a way to pay back to our community just to be there for them and watch some great sports too. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance. TOA. Live your best life. Middle Tennessee Christian School, training for eternity. The large majority of our kids are involved in athletics or extracurricular activities, one or the other. And most are doing multiple activities. MTCS President Matt Tiller. And that's a great preparation for life. How many of us in our life are just doing one thing? So a well-rounded student is a huge deal. Invest.